Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome back. Thanks for joining me today. I'm delighted to be joined by Alison Clegg. Alison is the founding director of Highridge HR, a firm that specializes in the SME insurance broking and financial services industry. Alison, thanks for joining me today. How are you? Hi Ben, yeah, thanks for asking me to join you. That's great. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really good, considering we've got four inches of snow outside, but all good. Brilliant. Well, I'm an Aussie, so I love the sound of snow. That's just brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts are you based? Uh, I'm in a place called Mythamroyd, which is just outside Halifax in West uh-huh. Yorkshire. Nice, nice. Yeah, Yorkshire, beautiful part of the world. Very good. So, Alison, let's get started. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into consulting? Yeah, yeah, well, I worked for uh, Lloyd Banking Group, formerly Halifax Bank, for 26 years. And in I was lucky enough in my career there to do a number of different operational management jobs uh, and also heading up a, a learning development. And it involved a lot of sort of leadership training and also um being a manager myself, I've yep. you know, I've done a lot of things with people, disciplinaries, etc. Halifax kindly put me through my CIPD qualifications because I thought the route I wanted to go down was HR. When I left the bank um, in 2012, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to get into HR. I was looking at different options. I actually got offered a job um, working for a large insurance company um, based in London with offices all over the world and offered a role there as an HR consultant, working with brokers who were part of their insurance network. and straight away fell into it, loved it, loved the, loved the role of being a consultant, uh, loved being out and about, meeting new people, and also being able to win a role to sort of support business owners, and take away sort of the headache of being in HR, of their HR, and, you know, and really taking the ownership of things for them. That's sort of how I got into it. I worked for the company I was working for for a period of, nearly six years and made a decision that I thought it was time to sort of leave corporate life, set up on my own, do what I love doing, which is, as I say, consulting and, you know, going out there and helping businesses with the people and all the people issues. So that's sort of yeah. how I fell into it. That's great. And so the, the company where you were, you were a consultant for them going out to different employers. Is that right? It wasn't That's, internal consulting as such. No, I wasn't an internal consultant. So we had the, the company uh, have a what they call a network of, of insurance brokers where the brokers get specialist discounts and specialist products on the insurance. Mm-hmm. My boss uh, at the time uh, wanted to add an added value onto what we were offering, that, what they were offering them, and one of the areas was HR. Uh, feedback from the brokers um, and the business owners were they didn't have a lot of time to spend on the people side of things and making sure that everything was you know compliant and in line with things and uh, things were slipping as well with regards to performance management so she uh, started this offering and it was so well received um, you know that uh, the pay you know it was on a retainer basis or a project basis and then the 
we were at the end of the phone phone call for them and also as I said earlier I love traveling so spent a lot of time down in London and the suburbs of London which uh, I'm really missing at the moment with their current yeah. climate yeah no, that's great that's but that's such an, a wonderful opportunity because it is a big leap to go from the corporate world to your own consulting business but for you you had a, a bit of a halfway house where you were doing consulting for other clients but still in an employed role so it would have given you a few tips and tricks uh, to take Definitely. into your new business right yeah, definitely. And that was one of the, you know, the thought, the reasons when I thought about um, there was changes going on, as there always is with big corporates and things internally. Um, and one of the things I thought about was, well, actually, I could do what I'm doing, but actually for myself and miss out the middleman and just work yeah. directly with the uh, with the clients and give more of a not have any constraints around, you know, how much time I can spend with them and what I, you know, what I need to do. Um, and hence you know why why i decided to do what i'm doing which yeah. i love yeah so what exactly are you doing with the business what does high rich hr do so high rich hr it's generalist hr um so you know the, the normal hr things that we, we we cover sort of contracts handbooks documentation keeping that up to date um also but also sort of working with the businesses on their business strategy include incorporating that people's strategy looking at the long-term growth um, an area that we uh, would also get involved with is um acquisitions so in the insurance industry there's quite a lot of um acquisitions go ongoing at the moment mm -hmm. and there will be in the future uh, people retiring and leaving the businesses selling it on so one of the offerings we have is a due diligence with regards to acquisitions and making yeah. sure that the people that they're keeping across you know everything's checked out and done properly on them um, and also um performance management um building in their annual reviews because again sometimes they don't have things set in place so we'll be looking at things like that basically anything to do with the people we will be able to help them and pick that up and one of the areas um i am planning on later in the year to get into which is another passion of mine is actually leadership training and development oh, yeah. um which in my previous role with with um one of the one of the things we did I did run was an executive development program, which was really well received and you know really good, and that's something I wanted to sort of build in as well as an offering later in the year. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And do you have any particular models or backing systems that you plan to implement, or is it just case by case depending on the client needs? It depends on the client needs. Yeah, yeah. I've got sort of toolkits where we've, you know, I've got basically all this, all the information ready there. Um, I use HR Inform as well for a lot of my uh, get yeah. get up to speed with. Um, and you know, one of the things that we're going to be eventually putting onto our website is is toolkits. So if people don't really want to use us on a retainer basis, or you know, or need the advice, but just want the tools, then they will be able to use the the tools that we will have set up. Um, on the yeah. on the site, but again, I personally prefer to uh, offer the personal the touch and actually bespoke everything you know, bespoke documents and bespoke advice to that that business. Know the business, get to know the owners, and get to know the staff. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. And there are companies like the Franklin Covey who were on the podcast previously, where they, you know, the, the classic books, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, all that sort of stuff through to yeah. online training, to workshops, to in-depth consulting projects that go on for a long time with the CEO. And I think it's great to have a different range of products and services you can offer 
at different price points. Yeah, mm. yeah. And going on to the sort of the um, the, the leadership and the, the, the exec training is, um, we use I used to use a lot of um, speakers who were part of the Vistage and the chief executive group as well. So I've got those contacts that hopefully we'll be able to link in with as well to sort of have as guest speakers. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And how did you find the transition from the corporate world as such to starting your own company? When I first left the, the bank, um, it was a, a, a different transition. Even though I was going from one corporate to another corporate, it was very, very different. When I left um, my, my employment to become self-employed, I, I, found, I didn't find the transition too hard because, because we'd been part of this network, which was sort of you felt as if you were actually self-employed, even though you weren't, you were paid by, you know, you're being paid by a big, a big global company, but we were very much left to it. This is your baby. This is what you do. This is where you go out and find your clients. This is what you do. So I had, I sort of felt that I, I was just continuing with that, but actually for myself and not for, not for benefiting a, a big corporate. Yeah. Yep. And I, I think the other thing is thinking for yourself, really not having to check through things with with legal departments or you know we had to go to new york for some decisions if we were putting out new policies and things like that so mm. it's that's a lot better <laughs> yeah you don't miss that part, part of things no no <laughs> all the the time zone differences and all that sort of stuff so how did you get your first few clients and how are you getting them now uh the first few clients um got in touch with me actually um it's been nice. difficult because up until november last year i was actually on restrictive covenants so i couldn't actually go and find clients or my old clients yeah. uh the clients i've got um have come to me through i've worked with them in the past then they know how reliable i am and you know and and, and always deal with them professionally and efficiently um so quite a few came across uh, sort of from when I left my last left the company um, to now and a couple of them have been referrals um, I've got a few clients on retainer basis but then I've had quite a few actually outside the and I'm sort of concentrating on mm-hmm. uh, but that's I think the thing with HR is it's it's transferable skills to whatever industry you're in really yeah, yeah. Um, and there have been referrals um just word of mouth from people i know who've mentioned it to somebody who's got a business and asked for some support christmas time um i sent quite a lot of um, my old clients christmas cards with high reg on but also offering them a free hr health check or five calls over the next few months for free Mm. just to sort of get that buy-in i've had one response from there um but you know it's early days so one out of you know probably 30 or 40 I think sent to um, is, is great um, yep. and then I've got my new website which um, I've, I haven't launched yet which I'm going to be launching hopefully by the end of this week and also my LinkedIn profile as well for the company as well so that will be getting you know some more promotion out yeah. there. And you mentioned the restrictive covenants from the former employer how was the relationship telling them that you are leaving? In a way, they were shocked because there was only two of us who did the job and we both left at the same time um, because of changes that were being made internally. But, um, yeah, they were were a bit shocked. um, But my my manager, actually, he he understood where I was coming from when I said I wanted to go and set up my own business. You know, so he was really supportive on that. um, And 
a couple of the clients that came across, they knew they were coming, but the clients told them they were coming with me as soon as I'd left and they were fine that way. Really? Um, but as I say, I just didn't want to, you know, be, be, be too greedy and ah. go for them all. <laughs> and did, did they tell you to never darken their door again or would you maybe no, get no, some no, they didn't. The no, they didn't. Uh, no, they did. They, they said that, you know, if, if, if things didn't work out or, you know, they were always open to for me to go back in and have a chat or, um, you know, talk about going back there. But... Um, which is great and have actually been speaking to somebody about that recently, um, later last year, actually about would I ever go back? But I honestly say I, I wouldn't, Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. go back to, to that sort of life. Yeah. But I think uh, some, some consultants, they do get scared of that conversation. They fear the worst. And as you've described, no, it's fine. And your, your old manager wished you the best anyway. You may even get yeah. work out of them in the future. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, we, you know, we sort of did joke about it. I, I did with one of the directors um, to say, you know, in, in in a couple of years, it might be me coming to you, to, you know, because they're, they're actually outsourcing their HR uh, uh-huh. now. So, uh, yeah, there could be, there could be uh, conversations to be had in the future. Yeah, yeah. I go and get that business. <laughs> and who knows, you might acquire <laughs> them one day. Very good. And then going forward, what do you think will be your main marketing channels for getting new clients? Um, I think it's, it's through the net, through the LinkedIn, through the, the website, but also through networking groups. So yeah, um, I've obviously joined a couple of networking groups. I mean, from 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 being on your boot camp with Mandy, I learned so much on that boot, on the boot camp, which was great. <laughs> um, I've kept in touch with you know I'm part of Mandy's Supper Club now, which is which is another great. Yeah. Of, you know, we're all in the same. We're, I know we're all in the same sort of industry, but so much you can learn and you can get from that um but also the, as i say the network groups so i've joined the cipd west yorkshire group and i've also been in conversation with bradford and district community group who cover quite a large area because bradford's quite a large area we were in talks of me becoming a trustee um at the moment the trustee role isn't there however they have asked me to uh, become an advisor for them nice. so Again, that's a really good in to working with other business. And it's not insurance and it's not financial services. However, it's it's still, you know, working with groups of people who are from all over the different industries. And yeah. um, it, again, just getting out there really. And other marketing ways, you know, once we're allowed to go out and about and travel again, the sort of conferences are, you know, like I'll probably go to and things like that. Yeah, definitely. There's and a massive insurance, a massive insurance conference that's every year. It's in um, Manchester in May. Uh, obviously, cancelled last year. It doesn't look like it's happening this year. But that is, that would be an ideal place for me to go yeah, as well. Absolutely. I wonder if they'll put on a virtual event and if you can get your name in there as a speaker. Yeah, yeah, could be. I'm, I'm on the list of uh, already asked them to to let me know what's going on. So good. Uh, good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you do well, that's for sure. So what do you see coming down the road for HR? Because we've been so, through so much and, and there's been so much change. So what do you see coming down the road for HR and the world of work and how should listeners get prepared for these changes? I think, yeah, I mean, the, the main thing is is obviously COVID and the uh, the long-term effects of, after, you know, after COVID, still, still a way off there. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the issues will be... Um, people in jobs because a lot of people have lost jobs but it's the skills gap as well as the massive skills gap which 
especially from hospitality and retail, get wanting to get into other areas of, of you know, of employment. Um, so I think there's a lot of work for HR um, and training development really to be able to do to sort of build some some tools or some training around getting people the right skills for the jobs, you know, the right jobs. Um, I think it's also rebuilding businesses, um, which again, you know, through COVID redundancies have happened or people, you know, for various reasons, not sort of replaced people. And I think a lot of, you know, businesses will be wanting to re- rebuild the business and restructure and looking at things differently. So again, yeah. you know, HR is really con- can be really involved with regards to do we need five offices when we only had, you know, we've only been running one. So, mm. that, you know, there's a lot of, uh, and, and as I said earlier, acquisitions, people have been through this and decided, well, mm. maybe I'm going to sell my business. Um, and I think the other implications is it's Brexit. You know, at the moment, nothing really is changing with regards to employment law, but that's not to say it won't um, do in the future. So that's something, again, yeah. could have yeah. an impact. Yeah, and I remember you, you, you mentioned earlier about the acquisition work you do for companies to advise them on the due diligence stuff, but I can see that absolutely applying for companies where they're trying to downsize operations, yeah, five down to three and all that kind of stuff. There's a, there's yeah. a pretty close correlation. Yeah, yeah, very good. If people want to engage your services, partner with you, refer business to you, or just learn more about you, what should they do next? Just either, you know, get in touch with me um, via my website. My number's on there and there's a contact form on there as well. Uh, or email me. Again, details are on my LinkedIn and my web and, and will be on my website as well. Um, yep. Happy for anybody to pick up the phone and have a chat, um, see what we what we can do and how we can help them. Very good. I'll put the links in the show notes, but can you just call out the website address? Yeah, it's tyridge-hr.co.uk. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, Alison, I, I think you've got a brilliant business already begun and, and it's going to go from strength to strength. And I think you're right that when we open up after COVID and start to ease back into the world, I think you're going to hit the ground running. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I wish you all okay. the best with it. Thank you very much and yeah. speak to you soon. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast that's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a hr business thanks and see you next time